Good morning, afternoon, and evening, Supercoach Elites. Welcome back to another Supercoach Elites podcast, proudly sponsored by the guys at exoticlimo.com.au. My name's Corey, and as always, alongside me is Beretta. G'day, Corey. Good to be back for another Supercoach Elites podcast. Um, our usual third member of the team is still floating his way across Europe, so we're without him, but we have upgraded, and we do have Jolie here. So welcome to the current third member of the team, Jolie. G'day, boys. Good to be back. Nice to uh, follow up from last week and have another talk with you this morning. So uh, I won't leave you hanging this time, Corey. Why don't you tell the followers where they can <laughs> find us on social media? Uh, find us on Twitter at SC Elites. Also uh, on Facebook, iTunes, and SoundCloud at Supercoach Elites. It's uh, it's still hard to get used to, you know, the segue into Brett and then straight across and not hearing the choo-choo. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it's great to have you back, Jolly. Um, killed it last week. A lot of the fans uh, out there were asking for Bonfer's head and uh, to keep Joel on as a regular. So, yeah, Bonf, watch out, man. He's gunning for your spot. Uh, I'm coming, Bonfer. Bit of a bit of a funny week this week. Some massive scores, and then you know some. Not so massive scores as well. A uh, couple of the big boys letting us down again. Um, but what do we do? How'd you go this week, Brett? I would just go. Uh, just over 2,000. I had a zero and some other things go wrong. So, yeah, I was one of the ones who struggled this week. But playing for league, took the zero, rid off a couple of weeks. And, yeah, I'm holding Toby Green and Buddy too. So that's not helping my team. So I hope one of them's coming back pretty soon. Yeah, yeah for sure. Gonna be hoping that for a while. I think I'll yeah. the Guelph coming back in. Um, yeah. What about you, uh, Smitty? How'd you go? Oh, can't complain. Twenty-one eighty-eight. Got a league win in my main cafe, so all is good in my side. But yeah, still got a few injury worries to worry about as well. Hopefully, get Buddy back this week. But other than that, yeah, it's looking all right. Time to upgrade, I reckon. Yeah, and I uh, I was twenty-one sixty-nine. Um, Made the choice of following my uh, my opponent with um, with his captain this week, and went dusty, thinking that I'd get the nice easy win, and almost absolutely screwed me up because he had Paddy Dow and Jack Higgins as uniques, who started flying home in the end, and uh, Caulfield versus Jack Billings on field, and only managed to nab the win by eight points. So I was pretty happy with that. Uh, nice. But, uh, yeah, maybe don't go following people's captains next time because almost lost me the game. Uh, plenty to talk about today, boys. Uh, got some of the bubble boys, some around the grounds, um, you know, catching up with a couple of the players. Going to bring back the Who Am I segment this week. It's, uh haven't run that this year, so a um, bit of a guessing game for you there, Joel. you have a bit of fun of that. Um, oh, sounds good. But let's uh, let's jump straight back into the bubble boys, and no one better to start with Charlie Spargo. Break even of eighty, a uh, negative eighty nine. Um, he's got that forward bid eligibility. Scores of seventy eight and eighty one, sitting in the system at one hundred and seventeen k. Um, anyway, other if you can't find a way to pick Charlie Spargo, we'll start with you, Smitty. Nah, no way, hundred percent. He'll be coming in. I'm just not sure who for yet, but yeah, I think he's obviously too good to pass up. On. got the swing. He's, I'm pretty sure he's got the lowest break even out of everyone available now. So, yeah, 100% coming in. Brett? Yeah, same for me, bringing him in. Um, I had some money tucked away, so I'm basically going one down, one up every week for at least the next two to three, and Spargo is the easiest choice this week. Um, 
the guy's a superstar. Well, not quite that good, but for rookies, <laughs> I guess, he's 70 and 80. It's perfect. He has 100% of a crack every time he goes near the footy. And mid-forward eligibility is something we are crying out for. So really looking forward to bringing him in and yeah, running him possibly on field. It's funny because he's one of those ones that looks probably the safest out of uh, most debutants in the last couple of weeks, we could say with that. I mean... Uh, you know, have been making some downgrade and upgrade risk, you know, over the period. And I just think that with the forward mid-swing, it offers too much value to not get him. Um, and, I mean, even if you've got to got to fix something down back, whatever it may be, I'd rather probably see a downgrade to Spargo somewhere in the forward and the midfields and then that upgrade down back. Um, but I'm in a similar boat to you, uh, Bretter. I've got that 250k war chest and... Um, I'm just going to keep going one up, one down over the next couple of weeks. So a player like Spargo, who yeah d- brings that midfield swing back into the game, um, it's so underrated how good that could be. Uh, Benny Ronk, boys, break even a negative 84. He's a forward. He's got the scores of 92 and 66. So uh, 92 jumping out after this week. Uh, anyway, you could condone uh, bed. Is it Ronk or Ronky? I don't know. I didn't. I I've been was... saying Ronk. I haven't watched enough of the uh, the Swans games to see some commentators' uh, names, but we'll go with Ben yeah. Ronk. Um, yeah, that'll do. Anyway, anyway, you can condone that, 123k? Yeah, absolutely, don't mind it. If you're going to double downgrade, um, there's problems everywhere in the forward line of midfield at the moment. So yeah, Spargo and Ronk, don't mind a double downgrade. There's only a couple other um, rookies in those areas even worth looking at, and, but these two are quite a fair way ahead. Yeah, if I was if I was doing a double downgrade, I would be getting him. And I still might. It'll probably just depend which part of the ground I get Spargo in. Obviously, depending on who I trade for Spargo. So, I'm not, I don't think I'll do two downgrades in my forward line. But if you know if Spargo comes in to my midfield, if it's like a Banfield that I see send on his way, then yeah, maybe I will get Ronk for someone like a. Waterman or even Stevenson, I'm not really sure, but yeah, I don't, you know, I don't think it's urgent for me. But if I do double ground downgrade, then I'll be bringing him wrong for sure. Not worried the fact that if it's only one or two weeks for Buddy, that he's the one that's going. Yeah, well, that's my issue with any Sydney rookie at the moment. Just that being such a good side, the the rookie, whoever it is this week, obviously it's wrong. Um, it just has to be really, really good just to hold his spots. So, yeah, I don't know. I'll probably How far away is Hannibal? Maybe. Uh, I, I don't know. Hannah's body's cooked, I think. Um, yeah. I think he'll still be at least another one, two, probably three away. Yeah, they've got a few to come back, so it could hurt him. Yeah. I suppose the thing yeah. you got to weigh up too with Ronk, though, is that even if Buddy does come back, like they're obviously not a like-for-like. So unless they yeah. change up, you know sort of their structure he might keep his spot it might be another tall maybe like a towers that goes out or something like that so well, well, they just lost they just lost to north too so they got to cut somebody yeah yeah a bit my one worry was too that um uh big horse long mind did say that they have been playing smaller than they usually would so mm. i don't think they're over oh, okay well, i didn't hear that. that um yeah i can't i don't I've, look They've got Hawthorne. It's, you know, almost a must-win game for them in a, uh, on Friday night at the G, but I can't see them 
rushing Buddy in to risk later on in the season. So I actually don't think Buddy's going to play this week. I don't think he will either, and I've got him. Yeah, so that could be yeah. Um, look, if you went Charlie Spargo last week and you've got to go down in the midfield, then by all means, I don't, I don't hate it. But, um, yeah, there's a lot more caution in my voice when it comes around to a player like Aronk. Mm. Um, Oscar McInerney. McKinnery. Hey, we Yo, got yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it out properly this week, so that's good. Uh, Frank gave it a negative 45. Uh, scores of 45 and 65. Um, 123k. Look, Timmy English has uh, got a break-even of 75. Is he a viable downgrade option um, to sit on your bench for English? You go first, Bretta. Um, yeah, I guess he is, but I just think there is other things you should be doing this week. I wouldn't recommend a double downgrade of Spargo and McInerney because I think Spargo is the non-negotiable. Everybody needs to go and get him, so I think that's trade number one. So when you look at your second trade, um, McInerney for English, I guess, yeah, if you are double downgrading, possibly consider it as your second option, but there's also another guy, I can't remember his name. Riding Crosley. Yeah, from the Gold Coast, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's the one I'm going to watch because um, I think he's maybe more likely to hold hold a spot. Um, yeah, especially with Big uh, Lynch out. He played good. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's the one I'll wait for, and I think hopefully next week um, it'll be it'll be a bit of an easy choice bringing him in instead for English. I think English is close close to being going out and the thing is you want to try and get a ruckman who's going to play through the buys just to get you that extra 50 points on field if possible so um yeah for the ones who had the luxury of picking english you basically got to look at those two and see which one you like more before we go to you smitty um mm. with McInerney, if and we're gonna have a big talk about nick Natanui, but if you've got nick Natanui on uh the pine um this week is it a viable move, and we asked this last week about Grundy, we ended up playing Alongo to uh, McInerney. Or, you know, Cameron to McInerney um, to cover that one week. Or even going a week early, and Brett, I'll get you to pop up on this one as well, to, to Crosley. We'll start with you, Smitty. Yeah, no, I probably still would only consider the big O if I had English, but I don't know. I just, yeah, I don't see enough money in McInerney to do a sideways trade from Molango to him because, yeah, I just don't see, like, using a trade as worth it just yep. to get a get a guy who's the same price as Alango, who obviously we know is not going to play, but then really with McInerney, really the unknown on how many games he's going to even play because, I, I, like, I'm a Collingwood supporter, no hiding that. Um the commentator said all game in the when we when they played us like how how tall they were going forward and they don't usually play that tall and they had like McStay and um, Hipwood and they've got Gardner down back like they they got a good like um, what's Spine. the word a lot yeah. of tools. yeah just a, yeah a lot of key position players and really like even though his score was nice he only had four touches he's just lucky. He laid the seven tackles. Otherwise, the score probably wouldn't reflect, you know, anything decent. And then we'd be like, oh, hang on, he only scored 20. And, and yeah, probably wouldn't even be considering him. But I don't know. I think they've got a few, a few tools out as well. So I'm not sure. I'll probably steer clear. But I would only do it if I had English. Or would only consider it if I had English. Brett? 
Yeah, I'd only consider if I had English. I don't think spending money to go and get 40 points on your field is a smart idea. Love it. Um, Kobe Much boys, you know, someone's gone early on Spargo last week. Uh, break even at negative 44. Scores of 52 and 66 in their system, 123k. Um, Guelphie didn't even play in the VFL on the weekend, so clearly just being rested and ready to come back. Is there any way you could recommend anyone taking a risk on Much? And we'll start with this time, Smitty. Uh, like I said before we came on air, Essendon rookies kind Kind of scare me just because, like, obviously, who would have really predicted Guelphie to not play this week? Like, and like you just said, obviously, he didn't play in the VFL, so hopefully, it is just a rest and he's straight back in this week. But yeah, I don't know. I probably wouldn't get him. I just don't. I just don't know where Essendon are at. Like, are they going to play the kids? Are they going to try and go back to some of their senior players to get their season back on track? Like, not really sure. They're just too unpredictable for me so I'll probably steer clear even though the kid goes pretty well Did you boys hear uh, Heppel's comments yesterday about if you're not buying into the culture you can go sit in the, in, in the twos Nah, <laughs> I didn't hear that he but was, uh, pretty upset he probably doesn't have many mates who are playing the way he would be expecting <sighs> I, yeah, I think there's some serious problems going on at that club right now Like, Yeah it seems that way uh, inside the four walls, so I think there's a bit of a culture, a culture shock, and uh, yeah, because it was, it sounded very direct at someone. No names were dropped, but it, yeah, mm. it sounded very, very direct. Breda, Kobe Much, just a um, oh, not necessarily. Quick question, but Kobe Much or Ronk, who would you pick out this week if you had to pick one? If you had to, yeah. Oh. Because I think that's the, pretty much the decision both people are going to be coming named. down to. Both are named. Both on field. Thursday night. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I don't think either's very safe for much longer. Sprong's got the break even. I think Much actually has better job security. I'd pick uh, Much. Yeah. I reckon I'd go wrong. I don't know why. Well, he's got he's got that break even. That's always very, very tantalising to look at. He just strikes me as the sort of player that John Longmire likes. Like, you know, he likes yeah. his Utley, he likes his Will Haywood. He's, uh, he's, he's, very exactly like un- he's very unpredictable too, Mr. John Yeah. Um, he finds these kids and True. he really backs them in. He's not one Hapley of played like the whole year last yeah, year too. Yeah, he's not one of those mm. ones that you're in and out, you're in and out, you're in and out. He's, uh, yeah. if I've given you a game, go show me what you've He backs you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't, I look, I don't Yeah, it's like them. a bit like Ollie Florence. Yeah, you've just got to figure out where you want to go. Hopefully, it's just as easy as you can go. Spargo, one up, one down. Um, and then, of course, we've got Flynn Appleby down back as well with break-even at negative 42. Scores of 58-52. 121k defender, oddly priced. Um, yeah. Flinny, everyone think his job security is pretty safe, Brett? Nah, nah. Not no, at all. Safe. Yeah. Um, I can't even remember who we've got out, but Langdon's the first one that pops into my head. Um, Maynard, Maynard as well. Yeah, I think yeah Maynard's Maynard, 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 out. Well, not sure. Medium to long term, I think so. Um, a big fan of Flynn Appleby's game, though. Yeah, yeah I like watching him play. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think he's all right. I think he's got a spot down there. Uh, yeah. I don't think it's because of him being bad. I just think there's a couple that will come back yeah. in, and he's the obvious yeah. one to make way. Yeah, hundred percent. 
I mean, there's no one really that you need to be forcing it down, great down bracket. That is, like, is there anyway? Well, people are doing no. Finn. <clears throat> you'd think go up, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'd, I'd be going yeah. up if I was going anywhere down back. But that's that's my team's. So I've only got two primo defenders down there too. <laughs> but I'd be Same. going. I'd be going. See, this is where I've got Sicily, so I'd be going Sicily down back. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well. I looked at a fin. I looked at a fin to Spargo trade using Sicily, but I'm not. Yeah, not locked on it, but I'm looking at it. Ah, uh, like swing. Oh, yeah. So the swing. Yeah. So fin, fin out, sis back, Spargo in. Ah, uh, there was also Whirlpool too, but um, yeah, yeah, uh, will yeah, be a pass. Oh, flat. Um, and then next week we've got uh, we've got some names to watch out for. Of course, Crosley he dropped the sixty-five this week. Uh, Bray Shear from Gold Coast, one fifty-nine k. He had a sixty-nine opening score. Uh, Keefe as a defensive forward, one twenty-three k. He had the fifty-one. And uh, Matty Eagles, uh, forty-eight um, from one hundred and twenty-three k uh, defender. So um, that's that's their. I think Matty Eagle's a little bit overpriced, to be honest. I thought he would have been one of those... 102, yeah. Yeah. 102, yeah. You'd think so, crew. considering being a Category B rookie from winning a TV show. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The other one I want to mention too, to you boys is um, Aiden Johnson. He's, he's oh. more expensive. He's 199k, but he's on the bubble. Scores a 63 and 72 for Port. Thoughts on him? or? Yeah. Too much. Wait, too, too much, much money. Yep. I would have rather have Tom Cole. I'll pass, yes, yeah. I'll pass on Tom Cole. I'm definitely not spending the extra couple of bucks to sing shit there. Man, would I'm you still to... go on Tom Cole, but or no? No, nah, because he's 230 or something. 38? Yeah. Too much. He's, he's maxing out at 400. So, I mean. That's still 160k, well, uh, but. Yeah, I was going to say, you think he's going to get to 400? I don't think maybe. he's going to get to 400. You like he's, I think his max plateau is 400. Um, yeah, he's playing alright, but I just don't think that that's going to stay. I don't think his score is going to stay that high. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, I don't think he's an 80 average player. He's, uh. Yeah, who have they got this week? Um, they play. GWS. Oh, it's in camera. GWS don't get some players back in, don't I? I'm on West Coast in that. Um, yeah, I'm, I just think it's too much to be going and, and spending. And the prime example is uh, Riley Bonner. Do you really yeah, want true. a repeat of that? Um, you had your chance true, to get, you had your chance to get him. You insane. either backed yourself in early or, or or done there. If he comes out and drops like 55, 60, and he's you know, floating around that 300k mark, you bought a player in for 60k, and then you're getting really agitated and, you know... Why did I do this again? Kind of sits in. So yeah, true. Oh yeah, I think it's uh, you've missed the boat on Tommy Cole. You bring him in, Britta. Not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, round the grounds. Uh, Bombers. Dylan Clark yet again. Thirty tackle. Uh, thirty. Thirty tackles. That's thirty tackles. Uh, Thirty tackles. Five. Five tackles. Man, what more does this kid have to do to get a game? Oh, he is not terrible. not be at Essendon. Tearing it up in the twos. Um, North Melbourne, LDU only had the 18 touches for those who still have him. Um, 
he's going to be a handy loophole option for me this week too, so I'm definitely not moving him again. Ali is almost getting saved on my bench just because he's becoming a good loophole option right now. <laughs> um, John O'Rourke for Hawthorne had 35 disposals. Uh, Mira, 21 uh, disposals and 12 marks. Is John O'Rourke, is he ever just going to come out and be the man that he was predicted to be when he drafted, or is he just Ugh. is he just like a VFL player that's not good enough to play AFL? Yeah, I think that's pretty much the case. He's had his shots and... Yeah, it's few, and I'd love to see him get out there and uh, absolutely kill it. Uh, the ex pie, the boy from St Kilda, uh, Nathan Freeman, Freeman, 28 disposals, six tackles. Come out and said he's never felt more confident in his body in his life, and that's a pretty bold statement after having 12 hamstring injuries. So, uh, <laughs> good luck, Freeman. I wonder if we'll see. No, he, he's dead to me. Dead to me. I don't <laughs> talk about Nathan Freeman. <laughs> That's uh, yeah. You get a different view from anyone else in the AFL compared to Collingwood supporters for that one. I was so depressed <laughs> when he left. I was so angry. <laughs> I ended up being right in the end. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Jacob Weedering. What did we even get for him? I completely forgot. James Ash. Oh, that's all right. Yeah. I suppose yeah. better than a injured pick, player. I picked and on traded. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Ash is injured too. So. Um, Weedering, 28 disposals, 17 marks, so he'll probably be back for the, the Blues sometime soon. Um, I know he's not super coach relevant, but he actually, that actually makes me happy because yeah. I was talking to I was talking to uh, my old man the other day and he was just ripping Jacob Weedering, you know. My old man's in his 50s, he, he's just like old-fashioned. He's like, nah, these kids, they don't have the confidence to do this and they don't have the confidence to do that. And I'm like, Dad, you need to just chill out. He's keepers if you play, he'll, he'll get there. And then he... And then he goes back to the VFL, dominates, and I hope he comes back into the senior team and gives them a lift. Yeah, so it's, 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 you know, feel-good story. It'd be good to see him back yeah. in, so you're not wrong there. Um, yeah, good on him. Brendan Sear from Pies, he had 26 disposals again. McClarty, he had the 22 disposals, 8 marks and a goal. Uh, Brendan, you were saying before that you worry about McClarty's pace when it comes to going to the next level. You know he just looks... He looks really slow. I don't know if it's watching the VFL on TV or what it is, but he looks so slow. Um, his goal sense is good. I thought he was a defender, but he's kicking goals from the boundary and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, he just looks really slow and frustrating to watch. And Hopefully, you know, on the better-looking AFL screens and grounds, he maybe looks a bit quicker. I don't know, but, yeah, I'm sure. Um, Murphy from the Crows had 21 and 7 tackles, so... Surely he gets it. He gets a game back in there uh, sooner rather than later. We'll say in, um, off the pod last week that you know it kind of needs to be Pahulk that needs to come out for Murphy to get a um, gig back in there, and then Pahulk went out last week and Murphy still didn't make it back in. Um, yep. Will Brady absolutely smashing the door down at Gold Coast. Thirty disposal, six tackles. You'd think one's coming soon. Um, Isaac Cumming, again, had another great game for the GWS 2s, 29 and 9 marks. Um, and Brig uh, Cameron, 21 disposals for Sydney, two goals won, and the 37 hitouts. So people that have got him on the bench, maybe one day, maybe one day he'll make a bit of way into that team. But uh, that's, uh, that's the Around the Ground segment for this week. All right, boys, I said I would bring in the Who Am I? So get ready. Smitty, I don't know if you've played this before. Um, it was one we ran last year. I'll kind of run off a couple of clues. Where do you think uh-huh. you know who it is? Uh, jump in. You only get one guess. So uh-huh. Let's you do it. might want to wait as long as you can for the clues. 
Um, yeah, and we'll go from there. Okay, who All am right. I? Uh, price range between four to five hundred k. Um, I'm owned in eleven percent of teams. Um, I'm ranked currently in the top forty players in SuperCoach um, on average. I have a low score of thirty six. Three oh. scores of plus 125. And my next four games in uh, reverse order are Dogs, Crows, Carlton, Gold Coast. A low wow. score of 35. 36. 36. Oh, oh wow, this is... Uh, oh, oh, I'm a forward. I was going to say Shane Savage, so that rules that out. Uh, wow. Well, you know. got me here. Um, uh, just ripping out a Ford. Jack Gunston. Oh, jeez. Uh, how many scores plus 120 did you say? Uh, three plus 125. I'm going to go with Toby McLean. Jesse Hogan. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yep. So, um, absolutely tearing it up at the moment, boys. Uh, That injury was the one that obviously had him off. Is Jesse Hogan potentially top six from here moving forward, Brett? Um, I think we had a talk about it later earlier on, but uh, maybe. I think that's still the answer. I still think you're going to get those unusual scores drizzled in throughout, but... Man, he's playing up the ground, getting plenty of touches. The longer he does it, it could be Clayton Oliver 2.0, where he just proves us wrong all season. Um, round six, he did get injured versus the Bombers, didn't he? He came off at like three-quarter time, though. Yeah, mm. so he got injured early, then came off like later in the game. So even though he did come off later, he didn't play much. Um, what's his, so in non-injury games, worst games, 16 disposals, three marks, three goals. His best game, what, 26-7 and like a bunch of goals too. Yeah, I guess it's possible he could be top. So possible he could be top six, but I expect him to be in the um, seven to ten range. Yeah, I'll probably agree there. Since he really threw his name into the mix, probably after I don't know round three or whenever it was a few weeks back when we when you did the podcast um, and you guys were talking about him, I was considering him then. And still kind of am now, but probably don't have the luxury to go out and take a punt on someone like a Hogan yet, just because I've got other things to worry about. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I haven't watched a lot of Melbourne games, but obviously his numbers sort of suggest that he's kind of doing what they would hope, like Petrarca is could do, you know, kick, kick the odd goal here and there. I know... I know Hogan's a tall, like, key forward and Petrarca's a half forward. But, yeah, I don't know. I think they would ha- kind of hope to get what they're getting out of Hogan from Petrarca by getting, you know, 20-odd and kicking a goal here and there. And Hogan's doing that, and he would definitely be a viable option in a few weeks, I reckon. If he can get to the bye and he's still going the way he's going, then post-bye, then there's no reason why... He can't continue on for the season, considering he would have done it for half the year. I just think that we're almost underrating him at the moment. Is, is it the fact that we're scared that Melbourne have so many high-scoring players? 
Like this, no, is, no. Is, is nah, that, that doesn't bother uh, me. So Clary gone, um, you know, obviously running Hibbard. I just don't know. He's getting twenty touches almost every week. Um, how many more weeks of this do we need to see before it's okay? All right, then let's go. Let's go pick him up. If he comes out and drops one twenty next week, he's got a break even of a hundred, so he's only going to be priced at four seventy ish. Is that like all right? Let's go now. I don't. Know. I don't know. It's just I just like. I don't think he's not... a bad pick. I just think there's better yeah. picks. I think McLean, Gray, all those kinds of guys are still well ahead of him, and I think people have different forwards already. Yeah, already I'm not worried guys, about so. the the amount of high scorers Melbourne's got. I'm just more like, I suppose I'm still just kind of thinking, wow, Jesse Hogan's actually super coach relevant and um, kind of like. Is he? Is he not? I don't know. Are like, we worried that it's just going to go? He's going to have one of those games where he just sits at forward, like in full forward, and isn't moving up the ground. Yeah, oh, it might happen, but I don't know. I think it, I think they've got this role for him now. I think he'll probably play more of a swinging sort of mid forward rather than just your stay at home key forward. Will he only get like five touches and not have an impact? But like I said, I just kind of still think for some people, including myself, it's just like not really acknowledging that he might be relevant to Supercoach yet and maybe just still waiting to see what happens. And there's there's also the little thing that he hasn't scored 100 in a loss yet. And I figure Melbourne are going to lose a few games. Mm, that's true. What's scoring a loss? Uh, 79. But all his sub-100 scores have been in the losses except for the one where he got hurt. So you're telling me in games they win, he's averaging 125 plus. Yeah, more like one, more split oh, plus yeah, five, plus like 20. scores 125, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, yeah so if, when, when they win, you're going to get a monster score. When they lose, yeah, it's it's pretty pretty much banking on are Melbourne going to win more games than they're going to lose. <laughs> it's like Jack Billings, but St Kilda don't win games. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded exactly like it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I just wanted to uh, yeah bring that up for the community. <laughs> um, Nick Natnui, boys. Let's uh, let's get into him nice and early. Um, he's sitting the one week. Brett, you confirmed that for me yesterday, didn't you? They're taking Confirms. it. Oh uh, no, no, don't know for sure. I was taking the piss just to annoy you, like uh, I always do. I thought <laughs> so. Okay. Um, what do they have? To, oh, no, they'll have till tonight. I think to decide that. Anyway. Um, yeah. I think. Let's go off the hypothetical that he's out. Uh, any chance you can trade him, or is it just sit on the bench the rest he needs, Brett? Uh, I think the only way you trade him is if you were thinking about going up to Grundy anyway. If not, don't touch it. Just take cop mm. the zero or cop the Tim English and just let it run. Isn't the worry especially Grundy, though, like his shins? Yeah, I know. But he rested forward a lot on the week, a lot more than he normally does in the weekend. Still yeah, comes break. Yeah. No. Yeah, Still but I meant, I meant earlier. Oh, it's not like, already that, score, that yeah. game wasn't really on the line, I think he would have got set up forward a little bit more. But we've got the late Sunday game too next week, so I guess there's plenty of time for him to rest as well. Yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, I just worry, I worry with all the Ruckman at the moment. It's almost worth, I think it's worth just holding. Yeah, I like the fact yeah. that he gets his rest too. Yeah, and that's that's what I said, it's almost the rest that he needed. Um, they're travelling too, so you can just keep him at home, you can have the week off, um, and then bounce back next week. I freaking over these stupid ads on bloody... Uh, Supercoach? Yeah, Supercoach. I can't even yeah. click on anything on the side because I'm watching some idiot poor dritz on a bloody... or drizzle <laughs> on a bloody piece of steak. 
Love it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. All the, all the good thing for me is playing playing for League Two. Playing for League Two, my my opponent has Nick Nat as well, and they're holding Nick Nat, so it's a no-brainer for me that I hold Nick Nat. You just got to weigh up who you played. You got to you yeah. got to go find out if they've got Nick Nat, and you just send them the cheeky message, let them know you've got Nick Nat, they've got Nick Nat. You know, let's cut a deal. Let's just take it. Yeah. We'll go head to head, and uh, yeah, we'll do that. Are you playing for overall? If you're a serious contender in overall right now, he has to go. Yep. Like, yeah. If you're, you know, if you're top, you know, thousand to five hundred, potentially probably even lower, you'd have to move. You'd have to. But I don't know if you're sitting that high with Nick Natnoe in the first place. Oh, you could be because you've dodged Ryder, you've dodged Cruiser. Yeah, but you've got a couple of sub, you know, sub pass scores in there as well. But you'd yeah, have to, it's... you'd have to have everything else perfect, I think. But um. Yeah, I think if you're seriously playing for overall, then you would you would need to go. But if you're not playing for overall and you're playing for league, then yeah, it's a weak hold. Um, he's been good, so it's not like you know we all sat there and said that he would be one of those ones that um, you know that'll get injured eventually. But he just looks great, and I mean. <sighs> that he was... really did. He looked so strong in the port game. Like I watched that whole game, he just looked. He just looked really healthy and really physical that, and that, presence. Yeah, that tackle is almost a um, a show of how good he's actually Powerful tracking. He because he, you know, spring loaded off, yeah. chased him down, and executed what I thought was an absolutely amazing tackle. He's potentially probably one of the first players that's going to be reported just purely for being 110 kilos. Yeah, you know my, you know my favorite, my, my favorite start from the weekend with Nick Nat? Yeah. 65% game time. That's a 10% climb on every other week. He has been religiously playing 55%, and he's gone up to 65 and they had confidence to play him. What did he score on the weekend? 93. Okay, yeah, so that's good. Was it 70 the week before, was it? Uh, I think so, yeah. 11 contested possessions on the weekend. So, uh, no, what's that? I don't know what CP is. Yeah, yeah, I'm just... Uh, yeah. It's so... It's I can't believe he's getting reported. Oh, no, I reckon it's a joke. Like, in all honesty, yeah, it was maybe a bit excessive, but it's just an in-the-back free kick. I, I, can't th- I, don't, I don't think it was excessive. I think it was a good run down. It was a good tackle, and he just fell on it. A, a bloke who's two foot tall. And yeah, so what is it? The, 34 kilos lighter or something? 37 yeah, kilos say, lighter? That's probably what works against him, just that he was he's being punished for being just so much bigger if and stronger than the guy who tackles so. A1's not getting reported. Correct. Amon goes at the same speed, the same power, yeah. does the exact same movement. And lands on his, like, you know, tackles him and his, his weight pushes him up and he lands on his head, he's not getting reported. No. Um, yeah, I think he, I think he's stiff, but I don't I don't even actually think West Coast will challenge just because they'll be like, all right, yeah, like we said, about just resting yeah, him anyway. That's like, right. And that's what I think, that that's where I think it'll come down to as well. And the <laughs> fact that Lice sets playing great football. Yeah. So I'd, I'd actually just love, I'd actually love so much for West Coast to challenge, like just to make a point, and be like, hang on, this tackle shouldn't be punished, and then rest challenge him. it, yeah. get him off, <laughs> and then rest him. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be so great. Good, but I don't, th- I don't think they will because they won't waste their time if they're going to rest him. So challenge any cops three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Does it? Is it one of those ones where one becomes two? Nah. If he challenges and loses, nah. not a chance. So it's a free hit. Yeah. You're, yeah, it's a 
I don't think he's got a bad record at all, and even so, there's not See, one, the annoying the annoying thing about it in that statement was Michael Christian said that Nick Natanui's strength and size could not be considered as a mitigating factor. That's such well, a what's joke. He ju- what's he, what's judging, he judging it on? on? Yeah. And going? every time someone lays that tackle ever, there has to be a one-game suspension. We're going to have, like, five players out a week, six players out a week per team. What did they say? They said, well, arms pinned and didn't know... He should have rolled can. over the yeah. top of him. And you can't, you can't... The last thing you want to do, I think... I mean, we're going completely off topic here. This is a Supercoach podcast, not AFL. But I think the last thing you want to do is take those kind of tackles out of the game. Because you'll destroy Correct. tackling altogether. Because yeah. players will stop yeah. tackling. Just... Yeah, if you can't tackle, there, little tackle and... he will just play a basketball defense. And if Nick Nat lets him go, Carl Amon probably stands up and then runs off. And yeah. how much trouble is Nick Nat in from his coach? Yeah, for not a tackle. They expect too much from players, man. It's honestly just a tackle. And if the tackle was in the back, pay the free kick. He doesn't deserve to miss a game of footy for a, for a tackle, really, like that. Anyway, if you pick up and slam someone, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Moving on. Um, yeah. Jackie Billings has to be the conversation at topic again. First weekend, I actually wanted to kill the guy when it was Caulfield versus Billings. This is when you really notice that you've got him. Couldn't even outscore Buddy Caulfield, who scored 24 last week. Like, dead set. Um, maybe someone can send... Uh, uh, what's the coach's name? Alan Richardson a message, because this guy just... Get him in the guts for Peter's mm. sake. Are we allowed to drop cuss words on this podcast? Ah, uh, we try and avoid it, but Bonford does it every week, so... Well, I'm going to I'm gonna slip one. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sick of his sh- yeah, so sick of his shit, and I can't even trade him now because he's worth peanuts. And Smitty won't be back on the podcast next week. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But honestly, Jaden Stevenson is this nearly the same price as Jack Billings. There's no way at the start of the year I was thinking after round eight. Oh, yeah, Jaden Stevenson's going to be the same price as Jack Billings. That'll be mint. Well, Bloody hell. Now I don't even know who to trade out of the two. Top six. Easy. This is the problem now. I hadn't thought about trading him all year because my philosophy had been, well, if I move a rookie on, the rookie, he's still going to be scoring, you know, probably outscoring rookies or around that price of the rookies. The fact that he's scoring 57s and 60s is a joke. This guy is a, ta- a very talented player. I think I think confidence is absolutely shot, and I don't think yes. he should be allowed anywhere inside that forward 50 at the current time. No. Um, I think get him up the ground, get his hand on the pill. Mate, put him, why don't they try something? Put him on the halfback flank. Back flank, I've been thinking that yeah. for the last four weeks. Do something. Well, you said that last week about how good his little 45-degree, yeah. you know, 20-metre exactly. kick is. That's just that's a perfect position for him. Richardson get, cannot coach. Get he just ball. plays everyone out of position. It's yeah. actually ridiculous. That's, yeah. Do you know what, what you just said on confidence, Corey? Did you see the game against Melbourne? Uh, the one where we went back Saints to the Mel- floor. Saints Melbourne. Where we yeah, did you the see floor? that contest? Yeah, they play. He just absolutely spooked out of it. Like, should have gone. Just yeah, put his body on the line. Was there? Got his hands on the ball and then just flaked. And then literally about ten seconds later, the ball went in the air. Jimmy Webster nearly killed himself and showed Jack Billings exactly what he should. I was gonna say, there's not done. there's not too many plays in that St Kilda team that play with a lot of heart. I don't think. I think they're back six. I think they're back six two. Um, Carlisle, Webster, Geary. Um, I think they, you know, where they jump with pride. Jack Stevens, yeah, yeah, um, I was gonna say. is one that that really really does. 
and then there's a lot of pedestrians. There is a lot of, and I think Jack Billings is one of them at the moment in that team. There are a lot of people who are just getting a game for the sake of getting a game that are out there just running around. Um, there's no cohesion in that forward line either. So no, they are they need it. They need to fix up a lot. Um, Ake is back in this week, surely. Um, I'm not even sure why he was out last game. Rested. So I'm not. Managed. Yeah, well then, yeah. if it was just managed, you'd say yes. Are they going to lose to Freo and Freo? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Five has 40, it kicks five. That's that's crazy. That's, uh, yeah, that's crazy. All right, let's, uh, let's talk. This week, you're moving on some um, rookies. Who's going? Finlayson, Banfield, Holman, English... There are a couple of the popular ones that are going out. Um, where where are you boys looking at currently um, as to who's coming out of your team? Brent. For me, I am going Banfield out and Waterman out. Um, and I still have Holman. So that's that's my two out, going Crouch in, Spargo in. Um, I think Waterman was really nice last week that 85 gave himself a little boost but then dropped 40 this week. He's time to go, and I don't think Ben... I know Banfield's probably going to play all year, and he's a nice piece to have, but, um, yeah, I think I, I need to move someone from that midfield. I'm not moving Kelly. Um, I'm not moving Holman. Uh, Barry, Don Barry just hasn't made enough money, so Banfield's the one. The Banfield. Why aren't, why aren't you moving Holman, though? Last week, you were keen on moving Holman, and now you kept him for two weeks. Give I'll just... I, give me yeah, a... I, I, yeah, because Corey basically told me that. Give me a second. I'll be worry about that. Um, I think Banfield yeah. is is almost the most common sense one, and it, and it's a it's a simple factor that he's just that he's so consistent that he's hit his score. Like that's yeah. it. I think it's gonna be mm. keep going between fifty five and sixty. There's not a shitload more cash to be made there. I think he's very very consistent. Probably comes out and scores one hundred and ten this week. So. Um, well, speak, speaking of consistent, he, all of his scores are between 50 and 70. 51, 64, 69, 69, 67, 52, 50. Nothing lower, nothing higher. It's crazy. Yeah. He's, he's, just, he, he's such an underrated player, I think, in that side. He does his role every single week. Yeah, um, we, just, we just need Holman to play three good games in a row. This is my thing with Holman. Back. You're, not, you're not moving Holman this week, are you, Jolly? No, I don't think so. Just looking at the two next to each other, similar break-even, similar price, but Holman's got a better average. I would and he's, Holman's got that 70 in his system now. So this is this is the thing. He comes out and scores 35 this week. He drops a little bit, blah, blah, blah. He comes out and scores another 70, 80, 90. That break-even is right back down again. Do not move yeah. Nick Holman. He's not ready to go. Give it another week. I cannot believe how many... Numb skulls traded Nicole <laughs> out last week. I won't. I won't challenge you on this. You sound pretty. <laughs> yeah. Pretty out of it. I tried. I tried challenging him last time. Look, I, well. look. There was the there was the the token like you had to move him on because no one else was ready, or you missed some players and they weren't ready, and and he had to go. But it was a free hit, and it was the nicest free hit we could ever see. What he he passed his score at what quarter time or half time or something? Yeah, yeah. quarter time. Like, yeah. If you were trading him for the sake of whatever it was unless he was the only player that could be moved just a dumb move just a dumb move at the end of the season when you look back and you and you look at that move um, you'll regret it and trust me this is a person who's regretted a lot of uh, 
early rookie moves in the past. So live and learn. Um, and yeah, uh, just Holman's not ready this week. He's not the one to go. If I had Timmy English, I'd uh, just depending on the Nick Nat situation. If I had Nathan, no one else, I think he's. You could hold him the week because you've got that other player. Finlayson's an inter- interesting one, boys. Uh, I hated the way he was played on the weekend, but they were getting absolutely pumped and. They had to try something. Cameron's out. Why not send Finlayson forward and see if he can absolutely do something? Still scored yeah. 62. He's got the break even of, um, what is it, 86. He yeah. could hit that. Um, a game against West Coast. Hopefully back down back. He's like, for me, I'm weighing up Finlayson um, out or even potentially Richards out. Um, I was looking at Finlayson early because I liked the idea of stacking up that wall kit, uh, that um, war chest, war kitty, um, yeah, stacking up that war chest, and then, but looking at it, I think that it may be Richards, because I, one, I think he's actually going to get dropped, but, um, and two, I think I like the idea of keeping Finlayson over field over Richards, what's he going to lose, if he scores 60 this week, he's going to drop, you know, yeah, he drop a little bit, but not yeah, much, not yeah. much, if he comes out and drops a 90, he's back on making money again too, so, um, I don't hate Finlayson moving, um, but I think I'll be keeping him this week. Anyone else you're looking at, Smitty? Um, no, nah, not really. I'm still just kind of weighing up who I do need to trade. Like, If I'm going to trade Finlayson, I want to go up. I don't really want to go down with him. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Otherwise, it's for me to get... Because I want Crouch this week too. So for me to get Crouch, I need to get a bit of cash which means I need to drop someone for Spargo, and then it's probably going to be Banfield all the way up. So I don't know if I need to jump off a Stevenson or a Waterman. But if whoever I save out of Waterman or Stevenson, whoever I don't go off has to play. So if I trade Waterman, I've got to play Stevenson. If I trade Stevenson, I've got to play Waterman. So. I think Stevenson like, grabs like plus 20, plus 30 for that goal in the Bit of a skewed game there, but look, he's got that score still in his system, so that's uh, that's all right. Uh, Paddy Dangerfield, guys, for those who don't own him, um, is it still just weight? Yeah, I think so. Break even is way too high. Yeah. Um, I'd be going Crouch over Dangerfield this week. I'd probably be going. Oliver over Dangerfield. What about McCray over Dangerfield? Is that... Uh, would you be doing that Not right crazy. Now? Yeah. Not trading Dangerfield, but picking if you were upgrading? Yeah, yeah. No, I'd probably be going McCray ahead of Danger as well. Brett? Yeah, if you really need to win this week too, they're playing Brisbane, so... Could be a pick. Oh, Wow. That's scary. Uh, Riley Bonner, if anyone still has him, has to go. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That probably that the change. most easiest trade target ever. Um, Christian Petrarca, been a bit of a stinky couple of weeks for him. The dog bonding his hand isn't good. 40 on the weekend. Is he just like Jack Billings? You just hold it and hope he turns it around, or does he have to move? Yeah. I think he's, a bit, he's been a little bit better than Jack Billings. He's just missed the week, came back, struggled a bit. He'll be okay. But I don't know. I don't, I don't think you can afford to move him now because there's other stuff you got to do. Yeah. yeah. Are you, are I you will. moving Billings? 
No, hold on. <laughs> I want to, but I just don't think I can now. He just doesn't yeah. have the he just doesn't have the value anymore. Wouldn't mind watching him move Billings, Charlie. But I think there's I think there's a chance. Oh yeah, true that. What happened last time you moved someone early, Joe? Uh, he went. They went and scored back to back like nineties and turned the whole season around. <laughs> See, the thing is with with Billings, say Billings versus Stevenson. Stevenson's doing his max right now, so what's scoring eighties with the occasional forty and fifty. Mm. Um, well, I think, you know what, Billings has shown in the past he can average 90-plus, and I think out of Billings and the rookies, he's got a better chance of going bananas. So I yeah. just hold that. Is they're scoring yeah. the same now? So, yeah. He only needs to go on from here. They signed Richardson to a five-year deal at the end of last year, didn't they? Disgusting, man. Absolutely yeah. disgraceful. That's, that's bad. And I didn't know they did that. He wasn't even that out of contract broken. either. That club is so broken. Yeah, really, really hope you can turn it around. Uh, let's talk about the boys from the Western Bulldogs. Uh, McRae what was at 178 on the weekend. Um, 189. Uh, 189. Oh, don't undersell. Don't undersell. 189. Uh, I don't uh, want... McLean was 137 <laughs> and then got scaled up to 146. Um, big shout out to uh, Natty G too, who uh, I ran the McLean pick uh, past her on the weekend, and she's a big Bulldogs fan, so she had big raps for that and uh, gave me the absolute confidence in the world. So, pick <laughs> McLean. Just uh, a bit of a side note for that one too, Brady. You'll love this. You would have seen it. Um, talking to Bumps during the week uh, about McLean or potentially Oliver last weekend. Uh, Bomfa come out and said that uh, you'd be stupid to pick McLean over Oliver because Oliver's ceiling's 150, and McLean's is about 115. Um, and yeah, <coughs> McLean come out and dropped 146. I think Oliver 122, still respectable. Uh, but See, McLean got That's the thing, Corey. That's the thing, Corey, yeah. You don't listen to Bonfa. You pick McLean. You win. Yeah. Right? I do listen to Bonfa. I don't pick Jack McRae. And now my season's pretty much torched. <laughs> the guy's the number one player in the competition right now for Supercoach. And, and there was that whole thing, you know, our outlandish statement where every single week I just said Jack McRae will outscore this person by 10 <laughs> points. Jack McRae will outscore this. Oh, that's flying along pretty nicely right now. <laughs> and Bonfo's still 0 from 54 for predictions for the season. So... <laughs> okay. no, no, I can't wait to have you back. Bonfo, still doing better than Carlton, though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's not very hard. Um, <laughs> JPK. Oh, sorry, no, let's actually talk about McLean. I just went on a tangent there. McLean and McRae. Uh, I've seen a couple of people asking him, McRae is the most... Uh, is he the, the most needed player this week? I don't think he is. Um, if you can go to him, I don't hate it. I'm going Crouch over McRae because there's a... I think McCrouch is at his absolute lowest. I think McRae will be back around this price again at some stage. Um, I think McRae is just going to keep doing what he's doing, though. He's an absolute superstar. But, yeah, I'll be going Crouch this week. But with McRae, if you can do it, it's just a matter of go ahead and do it. No, it's, it's There is no right or wrong move to picking this guy. Brett? Yeah. Oh, if you, you know, he's a luxury move, and if you can get McRae, you just pick McRae. Um, I do agree with what you said. I prefer Crouch. <laughs> Um, save that money, but I think McRae will be my final midfield upgrade. I can't go the whole season without him, so I've got one left after this, and it'll be McRae. 
Yeah, I think uh, I'm the same. So I was, I had it in my mind of who my top eight were. I was grabbing Crouch. I'm probably grabbing Oliver next week at the price. Um, and then there was always that last one, and I wanted to really nut it out and see who it was going to be. And I think last weekend he just sealed it for me. So I think that is uh, Jack McRae. Uh, Smitty, anything to add on that? No, I agree with everything you boys have said. I know Brett's the go-to McRae guy, so I'll, he's been right all year, so I'll back him in on anything Jack McRae. Uh, Toby McLean, mate. 5.24, break-even of 56. Is it a great time to go pick him up if you don't have him? Because I think he's going to I think he's continuously going to just pump out 100s. Yeah, um, I don't know if Crouch, if Crouch wasn't there for me this week, I probably would. I, I don't know. I'm almost tempted by giving Crouch a miss this week, and just obviously his base probably going to be basement price this week. But even next week, he's not going to be that much more than he is this week. I wouldn't imagine unless he drops a monster score, but. I don't know. I suppose it just depends what you want more. I do need a new. I do need a forward, and I didn't realise McLean's break even was only fifty six. Brother. So I'm going to be chasing. Yeah. Yeah, sure. If you, if, if you need a forward, Toby McLean's the prime pick right now. Twenty two years old, killing it, absolutely flying. Low score seventy two, and I don't even think he played that bad in that game. He's taken Liberatore's role completely, and Liber's not coming back anytime soon. So if you if you're worried about that game, oh, he scored seventy two. Maybe he'll have some down games. In that game, he had twenty five touches, seven marks, and six tackles. So it wasn't a down game. It was just champion data. <laughs> didn't really like him on the day, and. Yeah, even in bad games, he's one of those guys that just he's still around the ball all day, still lays tackles. Like against the Suns on the weekend, like the stat line: thirty-three, five marks, thirteen tackles, seven clearances. Like he's in the mm. guts, he's working hard, and he's just going to be getting you points because he's at every contest and he's going hundred miles an hour at every contest. I yeah, really hope, really, really hope that um, thing doesn't make it back like this week, Bontepelli. Oh, uh, just some news, yeah. Corey. Also, just seen that. Go for it, go for it, Britta. Yeah, Nick Nat will be challenging his dangerous tackle ban, so this could oh, be interesting. Yeah, so that was a waste of that ten minutes because yep. he's getting off. You reckon? I reckon he's getting off. They can't. Yeah, I reckon. They can't uphold that. Michael Christian, see how strong he is. See if he holds his ground. Oh, <laughs> step step one of my plan is coming to fruition. Challenge. Get off. Get off. <laughs> Rest nearly there, boys. Can't Want to step down. Yeah. Cannot wait. Um, to- well, I'm glad that we spoke more footy than Subicoach about that topic before then, so that worked out well. Um, Michael <laughs> McLean, I mean, five out of his seven scores are 110 plus. They're not 100 plus, they're 110 plus. Yeah, like, that's nice. You know, and going back to round one with a 91, like, that's 72, like you said, Brett. He didn't play a bad game there. Um, he just butchered a little bit with Bont. And I think this is going to be my main worry for people who own Bont again now is he's a valuable option for them forward too as well as in the guts, Bont and Pally. So I think if Tommy McLean keeps his form up, Bont, you may see Bont resting forward a little bit more, you know, maybe like a 60-40 or... Even a fifty-fifty, especially if that hip's not uh, not a hundred percent. So, 
McLean could be causing you a little bit of problems there. But I think I think if you've got everything else right, um, and I don't mind waiting the week for McLean over Crouch, um, you know, they're both going to raise very similar prices. But, I'd, yeah, I already got McLean, so I got the, the luxury. I reckon... Yeah. I McLean I reckon or Robbie Gray? Oh. No, no, you go. McLean. McLean or Robbie Gray? Split them right now. You pick them one this week. McLean. Yeah. Because Robbie Gray... Yeah, I think McLean. Robbie Gray's got a 148 break even too, so... And the buy. I think you might have talked me into getting McLean this week, but I just... I think I needed a bit of talking into because I have this thing where I just do not like picking guys who I don't like... Like not even even if they're pumping out 150 oh, average, if I don't if I don't like them, I just don't pick them, and I don't really like Toby McLean just because. Like Man, I know he's a high tackles, high tackles. Yeah, yeah. This guy sounds That's like exactly why. He's a jet. I know he's a gun, but it just hits me to tears how he throws that arm up and oh, gets, that goes for those high reads. Love it, absolutely love it. I respect. Nah, you hate it now, Jolly. It. You hate it now, Jolly. Just try to watch another love the super coach team. Uh, That's res- it. I'm, I'm bringing him in. I'm I respect <laughs> players so much that have the ability to move his shoulder up and get a free kick. But if that's if yeah, that's the theory I'm going off, if that's my selection criteria, then I need to go and get Dylan Grimes and Reese Matheson, uh, Reese Matheson in this week <laughs> Reece, too. So. Reese Matheson is a beast at doing <laughs> yeah, that. He's so good. Beast. Yeah. Um, uh, oh well. But yeah, no, he's in. Look. You're in, McLean. Happy day. <laughs> nice work, Toby. Love your work. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I love the look of my forward line before too. I mean, we're talking about it: Gray, Heaney, McLean, Sicily, and then uh, he who shall not be named in Billings. But um, <laughs> perfect segue, Sis. I mean, this is another one. I think we all three of us own him. Have you got him now, Brett? No, I don't have him. Oof. Okay. I love this guy. Yeah, he's so good. Uh, break even of negative twenty nine. This would be the one that I'd be going again. If I didn't have any player this week, I'd probably be picking Sicily over Crouch as well. Um, big call. 498k. It is a big call, but he's just... When he's on the park, he just gets it done. I think last week was the week for him. Um, we talk about, you know, like low ceilings. This guy's played five games, lowest score of 110, next lowest score of... Oh, well, sorry, besides the 61. Next lowest score of 123. Those, you know, those yeah. four out of five that are a plus 100. But is there a worry that teams now start putting some time into him down back? Because Essendon just let him do whatever he wanted, and he he killed them. Yeah, I yeah. think it's inevitable, though. Like any, yeah, it'll be interesting to see like how he deals with more attention because obviously it's well documented that he doesn't have the biggest fuse when it comes to niggles. Um, so teams might try and expose him in that way and try and really get into him and put him off his game and make him do something stupid and then he'll be missing more games. So, so is that know. is that why it's almost safer to go a McLean or a Crouch over Sicily if you don't have either, either of them or all three? I don't know. I think if you if you want to ride the wave, you know you you know you're gonna get a fairly solid score out of him most weeks just because of the role he plays and the, his quality, but if you're worried about, you know, if you've already got, like, I know Toby Green's injured, but I'm talking when fit. Like, if you've already got someone like that, who you're going, or, you know, it's risk versus reward, and, and you don't have anyone like that yet, and, you, you know, all your guys are, like, your ultra-consistent, you know, pumping out hundreds or 90s, and they're really, you know, safe bets, 
and you don't have a risky tight player, then 100% go for Sicily because he's a jet and he'll just pump out massive scores if teams don't watch him and if they let him do what he wants, he'll be pumping out 120 every week. Yeah. I, uh, yeah you nailed it there, Smitty. I think, yeah, that if they don't start doing it, then it's going to be that. Um, so this week, this week we'll, we'll play the game. McLean or Sicily? Up forward. McLean, McLean. McLean still, yeah. I actually am probably McLean as well. Um, just because of that not going to punch you in the head factor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah. What about if you're not matching up McLean and Sicily in the forward line, but you're going to get Sicily down back? Would that yeah, change your that's, opinion? That's where I'd be going. I'd be going Sicily down back before any of them if I didn't have him. So if you're saying if you've got a two-primo defence and you're weighing up whether or not to bring in McLean this week in your forward line to, say, make it oh. a four-primo a four, a four forward line with McLean coming in or a three-primo back line with Sicily coming in. Do I have Dodie, Finlayson, Murray and Norton? If you if you bring in McLean in forward. Yeah, then I'm going McLean in forward. Yeah. Because I, I no. trust I trust those defensive rookies a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, yeah no, I agree. Um, let's quickly touch on a defensive factor. Uh, Yo, Simo, Hurley, one, two, three, right now, yeah, got to go this week. Who you going? Who'd you Hurley. say again? Sorry, Yo, Yo Simo, Hurley. Hurley, Hurley. Oh, Hurley, Hurley Yo, Simpson, Simpson for me. Hurley, one, Yo, two, Simpson, three. I'm getting Hurley next week. Yeah, I think so. I've already got Hurley, but... I- Yo, I'd be going yo before Simpson. I actually had did. I had done it so. As a Hurley owner, do you get frustrated with the lack of respect Champion Data give you? I've only had him for two weeks, so I don't know. I think um, his scores are probably don't reflect the game that he's played because I watched both Essendon games and I thought he was pretty good. Um, But ninety-seven and one hundred and four from his last two. Yeah, I don't know. He probably probably does deserve more than what he what he got in those two games but I suppose when the team's not really tracking that well you know sometimes the scores don't exactly reflect and it, the points do get scaled towards the side who's dominating the game so not sure we'll see but I'm the same Hurley Yo Simpson Simpson's going to be pretty juicy if he keeps putting out a couple 70s 144 yeah, sure. break even this week yeah, nice. be you'd almost rather he didn't so with Simpson but do you worry that, like, obviously he's of age? Do you worry that he'll have a few rests later in the season? And obviously Carlton are zero and seven, and there's not a whole. Like, obviously they want to play for pride and try and make that win loss ratio a bit more respectable. But do you worry that they might just go, okay, well Simo's coming to the end, and Simo. not that I think you, well, not that I the think last, you'll retire, but four of the last five seasons he's played 22 games now the season okay. he played 20 so I don't I don't think he's one they kind of try and rest yeah, actually okay. once there you go I think he keeps his body in very very good Nick 10 of the last 12 seasons he's played 22 so oh yeah. but look oh, it's, but 10 of the last se- you know 12 seasons he was made 34 years yeah, old exactly um, so it's, it's a great question yeah. to bring up um, and it's it's a possibility um, but there's just not that much down there is there Nah. I mean, I'll, I'll talk about it. We spoke about this last week. I'm 100% moving Sicily down to defence at some stage through the year. Because yeah. he's going to be yeah. so much more value as a backman than he is as a forward. Um, let's move on to some questions, boys. 
Uh, we'll start with Twitter. Uh, Jed is at Pete Jeds. Um, will Zorko suck people in after his performance on the weekend? And should their teams be automatically deleted if they trade him in and he burns yeah. them? Smitty? <laughs> he will be 100% sucking in so many people. And I've already had at least five mates in the last, I don't know, 12 hours. And they were all at work last night going, bro, I'm genuinely considering bringing in Zorko. And I'm like, all right, do what you want, but... The one, the one thing I have to say might turn into a burn, man. is if a player ever plays good against Collingwood, especially a midfielder, just put a line through that game. It's irrelevant. We don't take <laughs> it. So. And captain yeah. any gun midfielder that plays against Collingwood. Yeah, because yeah, they just, they're just free to roam off their leash. And... Who Tom Mitchell? Who Tom Mitchell have 54 disposals against? Yeah, against Pies. So, yeah, as a prime example, I wouldn't even be looking at Zorko remotely. Um... You just find a Zorko owner. Everyone knows one. They're kind of hard to find because they don't admit it until the weekend went past. But find a mate who owns Zorko. <laughs> jump in a forum and ask if anyone in here owns Zorko and get him to explain to you what it's been like to own him for the season. And then that should uh, pretty quickly smart change your mind. Um, Scott Smith at Scott Smith 7580 Unsure about Zach Merritt. Keep or trade him for Jack McRae? Bretta. Oh. Um, well, I hate the Jack. There's a Zach Merritt pick. Can't stand it. But if you've got him, just keep him. Other things to fix up. Yeah, hundred. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. I know we've already touched on this, but I, I kind of really like this question. Uh, Edward Vukovic um, at uh, Rudiger Jones. Billings dot Y question. <laughs> Billings what? It was just what did Billings you say? full stop Y. Uh, great question. That's our post of the year, I reckon. Post of the year contender. <laughs> uh, he's just a... Uh, I don't know. Just out of position. Getting behind the ball, I reckon. Um, James Hughes at uh, Heisey. Um, how many weeks until Sissy loses his marbles again and gets a couple of weeks? Probably one. Probably this week when Tom yeah. Papley gets in a win. Oh, yeah. Is there any team that's going to go give him a bit of a hard time? Um, Sydney. Yeah. Oh, it would make my Friday night so good if he just went out and whacked someone. <laughs> it would. It would be horrible. Um, it would. Do you think... <laughs> Troy Danaher, uh, Troy Danaher, do you think Subico should just allow everyone one free trade to get rid of Billings? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And uh, probably even our 140k back that we lost on him, just to be generous. <laughs> Chris Lewis at Louis the Lip 44 is... Oh, I had this guy written down on the name, bring him up. Um, is JPK a must at his price? No. Uh, no. <clears throat> JPK in general, though, is, does he offer value or is it just uh, too It risky? does, but it's a, re- it's a reaction pick and it's a risky pick. And I think it's the kind of one where people will bring in and they'll... He'll score 130 and people will be like, oh, so dumb. How can people not pick him? But they're also the kinds that will go and pick up all kinds of disaster. They'll go pick Zorko as well and they'll go pick other well, that's, players that's that what I was gonna inform say. at the you time. Know. And they'll get more wrong than right. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's exactly what I was going to say. Like, if you're going to go get JPK, why not just go and get Zorko instead? Like, isn't he... Oh, actually, I don't know their prices, so maybe I should have checked that before I made that comment. But um, I don't know. I just don't really see any benefit in getting either of them, but if I was going to, I'd probably get Zorko just because I reckon he's probably capable, more capable from here than JPK and scoring higher. Yeah. Uh, I think JPK less likely to get tagged out of a game, though. But um, I wouldn't... True. I don't think I'd be picking 
either. I don't think either can be top 10 from here. Um, Pacho yeah. at Pacho. <laughs> this is a good one. Mate needs some help. Coming over here is true champion, which is Pacho. Does he trade or hold Nick Nat? Uh, must win uh, at Adrian Sal. Needs all the help he can get. And then even added West Coast and then appeal Nick Nat. So that is getting appealed and he'll probably get off. So... Oh, um, Nick Nat. Yeah, your mate's going to get a little help you can need. But yeah, like we said before, hold Nick out. Uh, hold Nick Nat. Um, a lot of uh, uh, Sicily questions in here. Uh, Coop Smith at Smith Coops is probably one that we needed a little bit of research for. But best fallen premiums in each line. So oh, I wouldn't call him fallen, but yeah. Sicily's you know, value. So yeah, um, forward and back, he probably covers that. Give me a second to have a look at my little spreadsheet um, that I put up for the week. Yeah, I, I think Simo's going to be value. Uh, oh, Crouch! No, nah, midfield. Midfield, Patrick Dangerfield. Yeah, Dangerfield, if you don't have him, Crouch, Oliver. You, um, Dusty's going to... Dusty's Dusty, got a fairly high break even too. Probably Martin probably would as well if you don't have any of them. Um, I mean, there's no real Ruckmans. Up forward, I wouldn't call them fallen, but they're great value right now, like McLean. Sis. Sis. Yeah. Um, Billings. What's Dev Smith priced at? Uh, I'm not, not sure. Sure. I'll try and find it now. Don't you own him, Brett? <laughs> 456. <laughs> What's he been doing? 93 average. Low score of 81. Yeah. Looks so nice. Yeah, that's fair. Consistent. I actually just recognised that JPK is only 400k. Mm-hmm. Still, I'm not touching him, but. That's actually a bit tempting. Yeah, cheap. But no. Um, uh, Lucky Denky, best rooks and which rooks to trade out right now? I guess Finlayson with his break even being high and his large 80 coming out of his BE next week. Um, look, I don't mind holding Finlayson if you got the on-field points. Um, but here, this part, I don't know if you've caught up with this. Denky's been going at me all week. Uh, biggest questions. Will ATCB try and bribe his way into Roosters League top eight? He's calling me hashtag ninthlish, hashtag bombs flog. So um, I think he needs to come up with a nickname for you, Bretta, because I'm sitting ninth in that league. So I am now ninthlish. <laughs> I'm just a good guy, mate. I don't do nicknames. I am Bretta. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, back to the other question before. Um, Smitty, did you find anyone for you or not? Nah, <laughs> I didn't. I That's just realised right. pretty much oh. my whole list was just midfielders. <laughs> um over to Facebook uh, Asher Beer how far off should we be how far should you be from a full primo side that's somewhere between 6 and 8 yeah, 6 think, and 8 I think yeah. that's where it is um, including you know those who are running billings and things like that so it'll yep. be something like that um, uh, out Finlayson swing Sicily down back from a clean and Holman out and Matt Crouching and leaving 13k or the old one up and one down well, that is one out, one down, isn't it? Oh, no, that's double up. I've got no issue with a double up. Yeah, we can double up, double up. Yeah. And if it's two good double ups, yeah. That was that's it. Scotty Warwick. Um, man, this has been a, a, a big question, so I'll get it out, even though we kind of touched on it. Coba, Seamus, Lago, Crouch, McLean, or McRae? One to three, go. Oh. Crouch, one, McLean, two, McRae, three. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Also agree. What have we had? Billing uh, Sicily in there. How would you go there? Sicily just last. Sicily third or fourth, somewhere with McRae, about dead even. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, Rick uh, DeAndre, when is the right time to bring in Hurley and Simpson? Have neither and believe in upgrading to one of them with Finlayson going. Have the required cash for both. I think uh, Simo... Next week. Simo, you can wait. I think the ideal time for Hurley will either be next week or the week after. However, if you're not upgrading anywhere else, I don't mind spending the extra 20k to grab Hurley this week. Yeah, yeah I, just, I don't reckon we'll there is an ideal time for Hurley. Yeah, he's going to be the same. Hurley's one of those guys that you just get whenever, yeah. Just get him whenever you can get him. I'll... I'll... I will say this: I think he will be a lot cheaper at some stage during the season. I think he. Does How much have, is a lot, though? A lot, fifty to seventy k. I think he's got one of those weeks where he'll drop a seventy, and then he'll sit in his system for a little bit, and uh, it'll it'll kind mm. of balance out. So, um, yeah, yeah, I don't uh, don't mind that. Uh, Tony Gamma with four in the bubble and only two trades this week. Take the two with the lowest break even, and then. Uh, one next week after one increase uh, to not store money generation. So I think he's asking... I don't think there is that many on the bubble, Gamma. Like, they're on the bubble, but I don't think they're that much value, mate. So um, I think you'd be better off grabbing... If you want to go two down this week, grab two and just ignore the other two because you'll have plenty of other options later. I'm not a big fan of picking players after their first price rise. I think you're missing a little bit yeah. Unless I don't they come think out I have dropped, yeah. I think they unless they come out and dropped a huge amount of money, um, I don't think it's great. Yeah. Anything to add on that, bro? No, no, I agree. Tom Cole's the example with that. Yeah. Just leave it alone. Yeah, uh, true. Billy Wolf, Callum Sinclair, question mark. Just keeps getting it done. Yeah, keeps getting oh. it done. Settle ends this week. We'll have a try struggle score, but keeps yeah, he's, he's doing a lot around the ground. I oh, think. next week, sorry. Week yeah. after. Um yeah, a lot of Billings questions, a lot of Nick Net question. Um, Isaac Place, how many trades do you believe we should have left when it comes to completing our team? Is six enough? I really like this question. At the end of every year, especially because I play for league, I like to go into finals with at least six trades. So if my team's fully upgraded before that, I like to have the eight or seven, ideally, if I can. Um, but if you're playing for a league, I think six is kind of good to, to, to go into a final series with. Agreed. Yeah. Spot on. It's one of those things where you got to just weigh up. And so if you start fine, like if you're playing in an elimination final and you've got six trades left and you lose in the first round and you're ending the season with six trades that you never used. But I suppose if you've got a full premium team, then it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Well, that's when I start. If I'm in that situation, if I've, I wouldn't trade in the elimination final on hold. And that week after I'd be upgrading a midfielder in M11 that I could loophole for that week yeah it's something that I've tried to do in leagues and well, the year that I won our league I, I can't remember who I had but I had an M11 and a 0 on the bench um, and was just using that as a loop so but the last two years have been a lot a lot tougher to do that um, yeah I don't think I've ever been in that position where I've had that luxury of doing that because but... we've had some carnage and I think this year will be a little bit tougher too when it comes to injuries and uh, cash yeah. and things like that as well uh, vice captain and captain options boys uh, gone into Fife I reckon Brett yeah probably gone into Fife but if you've got McRae probably have a run with McRae somehow yeah I don't mind that McRae one I'll also be doing gone into Fife uh, what about Titch versus Sydney <laughs> No chance. Don't mind yeah. it. Don't yeah, mind I don't it. mind it. Safe. Uh, 
Not uh, Dusty, Jacobs. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, big shout-out to John, who's sitting top of the uh, limo league at the moment. Uh, Lombardi's boys is 5-0. So, uh, great work there. Uh, anything else to add on, boys? I've got one no. thing for you. Yeah. Probably, um, probably haven't talked about it a lot because Bomper's been away, but how's your Lloyd versus Sicily versus Dev oh, thing going? I always forget about that. Uh, well, must say, if everyone could jump on um, our Twitter page and give us some feedback for what the challenge is going to be at the end of the year, that would be pretty handy as well. Uh, Brett, you got uh, your average there? For Dev? Nothing from Brett, just gone quiet. Yeah. Thanks a lot, mate. To Brett. Nah, he's just <laughs> being a flog right now. Uh, I'll go get him. <laughs> Uh, average of ninety three. Uh, what's Lloyd's average? Hang on. I'm trying to. I'm trying to have a look. Sis is sitting lovely, nice on top. Uh, perch with one hundred and twelve point eight. Lovely. Uh, and Jake Lloyd. Oh, Brett, you're not last. Jake Lloyd, eighty nine point seven. Mm. So Bromfer sitting in last right now. Sis clearly uh, the front runner. So. Um, Get it up, jump on our Twitter page, it's pinned to the top. We need a challenge idea. We'll be trying to get that probably sorted before the buy round so we know what we can call it and get everything running there. Um, but that's where we're at. You should be home in that matchup, mate. If if Sicily just keeps getting a week off or two weeks off and then comes out and pumps out a one fifty then you can't lose. Laughing. Um, uh, look, that's all we have time for today. Uh, Britta, cheers. Jolly, thanks again, mate. Um, no, Smitty, just in case anyone's all good. a little bit confused. Um, look, if you can, <laughs> jump across to um, uh, SoundCloud or our iTunes page. Give us a review, a rating. We really appreciate, appreciate your feedback community. So, uh, peace out. Thanks for listening, and good luck this week. <laughs>